Do you fear the zombie uprising? Are you prepared to survive what's coming? If you listen very carefully, you might just make it out alive. This is Zompocalypse Now. <laughs> uh, so, are we ready to start? Sure. Um, are we recording? We are. Um, are we Are we ready for for me to to throw myself to the ground? I don't know why. I don't into know the darkness. I can't imagine why you would have that feeling, Dustin. I mean. This has been the finest episode of Fear the Walking Dead in the history of the show. <sighs> it is Hi. perfect in every conceivable... <laughs> I can't do it. Okay. <laughs> Hi, everybody. I'm Dustin. And I'm Tim. And this is Apocalypse Now. And oh, <sighs> we're hurt. We're hurt. It's not that I'm mad. It's that I'm disappointed. I'm mad. <laughs> I'm mad and disappointed. I'm, mad. I'm a little. I, I texted Tim after I watched the episode, and I asked him if uh, he thought that fear was trying to make me mad, was trolling me specifically, or if they were just trying to make all of the fans mad. Uh, and the answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> because okay so so let's let's put the cards on the table we have been defending this season a lot a lot and i even said last week that i felt like we've had more good than bad this season and one of the reasons is because one of the things that because we've been watching the walking dead from the beginning and fear the walking dead from the beginning but we've been watching this for years now mm-hmm. and we have we have gotten to the point where well, we got to the point a long time ago where it was, this is all just misery porn. Right. Every time something good happens to any character in the Walking Dead universe, the next episode, everything is... bad. Yeah, everything is burned to the ground. And, and I think we even, the first quote-unquote documentary episode, we praised... Mm-hmm. If I remember correctly, uh, as being in a, innovative and a different way to like go about this show to like bre- kind of breathe new life into what this show was trying to do, um, and I have this weird feeling. I'm just you know they're in the writers' room, and they were like, "Oh, we like to do in the the documentary episode. Let's do another one." And they're like, "Don't you?" Somebody said, "Hey, don't you think maybe you know we should." hold off on doing two documentary episodes within six episodes of each other. And they said, shut up, Larry. <laughs> we liked it. We're going to do it. And Larry, Larry sat there and seethed, knowing he was right. <laughs> knowing he was right. Because this documentary episode, okay, well, okay. So it starts off with what you think is an owl production, but it's not. It's Jenny's production. And it's showing, like, you know, Jenny is, like, doing a thing and being a girl. Am I – is that what happened? Pretty – well, it's <laughs> – no, but <laughs> – No, I just for, – for a split second, I was – thought. oh, no, I'm confusing last week's episode with mm-hmm. this week's episode. No. I mean, okay, it's, no. It's, it's, 
it's the people. It's it's a bunch of people uh, talking about how things right. were going bad after the you know the zompocalypse and and they were struggling and and it was you know things were looking grim and then over the hill rode their salvation and it was Virginia with Santa Claus and she swooped in and she saved them in you know just gave them hope and made their lives happiness and rainbows and unicorns and Jason is even in it talking about how uh how Jenny came and saved his apartment complex but yeah. it doesn't does not mention that later he was kicked out uh, for being quote unquote a liability what they which they still haven't explained what the liability is but i think i figured it out as the episode went on he's dumb uh, he's dumb as that dude is dumb as fuck <laughs> oh god yeah that, well there's a whole lot of dumb happening in this episode so anyway, uh, that makes Al real mad, and so she decides she's going to do another one. And this one is like, this is how we did things right. This is how everything went right. We did it right. It was right. And um, so... Now, just a reminder here, where these documentaries are being screened, where, where the public will be able to see these dueling documentaries, is in the you know, incredibly rare buildings that have not been completely destroyed that have a generator in them and right. a TV and a VCR or whatever they're, you know, and, and there's, if you stare at this very concept here of the warring documentaries for like, I don't know, five seconds, <laughs> it doesn't yeah. make a damn bit of sense. Yeah. You don't want to think about it too hard. No, it's, a, it's not a smart thing. No, it's just, it's so dumb. So, um, so a good portion of the episode is, um, is, uh, is, is the documentary as shot by Al and Jason. So they are moving along. They're trying to find a place. Tom. Tom, is it Tom? It's Tom. So Tom is helping film the documentary and, and they're moving along and everybody's talking. Everybody, we're looking for a place. And everybody takes a minute to talk about looking for a place. And we have to find a place to stop. And nobody mentions that they've already stopped at a shopping mall. And they've already found one of those little old Western towns. Uh, and they don't mention, like, all the little places, the, the synagogue and, you know. Or the place they started from this season, which is a warehouse with a fence that could have been fixed that was defensible from go. Right. And has been abandoned literally by everyone who was, Oh yeah. Who was trying to do bad stuff to or do stuff to it. Everybody's left that. Hopefully, hopefully Madison and her little group that she is now a part (laughs) of have found it. Probably. So, um, anyway, uh, (laughs) They're, you know, everybody's talking about, and then, you know, there's a little moment where Grace is talking about how great everything's going, but then her convenient television cancer appears again, and she falls to the ground, and she's, oh, she's so dehydrated, and they need to go get her medicine. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And so they are going to take a detour, a big detour, to go find her some medicine. Mm-hmm. And so they do that. Now, let's also just point out, of course, that there's no way of knowing that this medicine is actually there. That, right. um, yeah, there's a lot, there's a whole lot of do not ask yourself how this decision tree works. <laughs> because, yeah, that's there, just, there's, we're going to find the thing we're looking for there. Are and there's you? a moment where, like, uh, where, where Al is attacked by, um, by a walker, but they find the medicine and they get back. And it's one of those situations um, that I found very irritating because uh, they don't really explain what the medicine she needs for her dehydration is. I would have thought that her dehydration medicine would be, you know, water. Well, considering that we don't actually know what's wrong with her aside from, you know, convenient TV cancer, um, it's, it's fluids, you know, they, she's getting fluids of some kind. And I guess that we don't see them hook her up to an IV drip or something. Right. Because she makes a miraculous recovery she's this is like the second or third time that it's been like oh no oh no the light i can see the light and then she's like oh i'm fine i mean i like grace i like grace a lot i happen to think she's a really good character and honestly the concept like i can understand how this the idea of this character was presented how would somebody with a terminal illness survive in this world what would be their what would their life be like to to know that you have a terminal illness and you don't there's nothing you can do about it really i really like the idea of that i honestly do and i think that that's a really interesting question to be asked to ask it is and if they'd stayed at the mall and allowed her to actually do the urgent care center thing like they should have done or anything like that instead it's going right now anyway it's a oh no grace is sick oh no she's better oh no grace is sick oh no she's better and after a while you're gonna sit there and go gosh i really like you grace but would you hurry up and die already (laughs) i know it's horrible um anyway so they they get her better somehow somehow through the magic uh, of tv medicine yes and uh and they are how did they find the star i feel like it was it was on a walker or it was, was on a walker yeah yeah. It was, yeah and and it's it's a sheriff's badge from one of the humbug gulches yes which cast your mind back is the western town that they were they found Dwight in, and that John Dory used to work at. Right. And it's a chain. It's like there are apparently there's multiple of these things across Texas. Yes, which is not real, but you know, uh, whatever. It's not. It's not a real Texas anyway. I they the, showed the, us a the map. one actually that they shot at for the is is called Seven A Ranch. It's Pioneer Town. It is literally a quarter of a mile away from my house. Mm-hmm. 
And it's a cute little tourist trap in my little town. And uh, that's what they shot the first one in. So, and whether or not they're going to shoot more there, I would think, I mean, I don't know. Uh, anyway, because we're getting ahead of ourselves to the just anger that I feel. Uh, <laughs> so they go, to, John Dory's like, ow, oh, I know where this came from. It just so happens to be a, a humbug gulch that's not too far from here. And it's got a fence all the way around it. And it's perfect and wonderful, and, and it shines like a diamond, and, and ponies frolic, and it, we should go there and see if we could live there. And everybody's like, sure, let's do that. And we get wonderful testimonials from everybody talking about, this is going to be the place, and I can feel it, and we finally found our new home. And it's like, but what about all the other new homes you could have had every single episode this season? Right. So they start going there and they get to this bridge and the bridge is, um, is shoddy and it's, it's made of, uh, it's, it's like falling apart. It's made of wood and they're like, uh, they're like, we've got to get across the bridge. We've got to get across the bridge. And um, because there's only one bridge crossing this river, right? At, at any point, um, and so clearly they cannot, like you know, find the next one down the way. No, of course not. And so they they decide to try and do this thing where they're going to like get the the tanker across the bridge by taking buckets of gas so so there's a hole in the bridge and they're going to try and patch it right they're concerned because can there convenient there are convenient planks lying about as are is so often the case with you know just bridges and so they uh they get some of the cars across no I guess they abandoned the car. No, they get some of the cars across and they somehow got, you know, their little mini tank SWAT vehicle across the bridge with no trouble. Right. And that thing weighs a lot, folks. I'm going to, I'm pretty sure it is in the same weight class as that tanker. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, Because most tankers are not armored vehicles and this is very much a, you know, anyway, anyway. So, yeah, they're going to try and get as much gas. If they have to leave the tanker behind, they're going to try and get as much gas across the way to the cars that are left. Right. And and so they're doing that, and as they're trying to get that worked out, Virginia and all of her buddies show up. And they're like, hey, what you doing? This looks real dumb. Why are you doing it this way? You know, you're going to fail, right? And they're all like, shut up. And and somebody tells her, like, look, we're super tired of dealing with you. And and <laughs> Virginia's like, you know what? I'm super tired of dealing with you guys. And so they shoot up into the sky. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Like, first, first, before we move on, uh, there's a great moment, actually, where Strand does classic Strand. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, no, Virginia, please tell me your deal. Give me... Yeah. Give, give me the pitch, Virginia. Sell me. And she's Sell like, me. she's like, no. And she promptly doesn't. 
and this is, we will come back to this because I, I have a rant about the whole concept of Virginia's issues here. That, right. Because that, what she immediately does is go, she basically reacts like a toddler at this moment and says, if you won't join me, you get to die. Right. I mean, it is, it is so, it's so stupid. And then she, right, she, she, she has her guys shoot up into the sky and they hop in their Jeep and they drive away. Now, no walkers apparently follow the car that is actually generating noise right now. Right. They all come to the place where there is no noise, you know, where the gunfire isn't anymore. And they all materialize out of thin air. But we're used to that happening. Because suddenly it's like dozens and dozens of walkers out of nowhere. And it's like, okay, sure, why not? Yeah, and we so are everybody's like running and screaming and like trying to get across the bridge and... And uh, and they finally do, and and like the tanker, like so they they fight some walkers off, and you know Tom is filming and everything's happening and it's really crazy and the tanker falls through the bridge, yeah, and the rumbling makes Tom fall down. And so you see all this happening from the camera that Tom has. Right. And uh, it, it, him, him fall, he's on the ground and you can see him in it. And, and then, um, and so then when the tanker falls, he kind of gets up and everybody is yelling, Tom, get over here. <laughs> You've got to get over here because you know the bridge is unstable and he's like no i've got to get this thing and he's like we need to remember that that this is a life and we're doing the best we can and 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 at that moment the bridge completely collapses because even the bridge looked at him and went god you're an idiot and you're too dumb to live shut up so the bridge completely collapses and Tom falls to his doom. Somehow they are able to get his body and also the camera. Um, and, and we have our first not in, uh, not in um, documentary scene, which is uh, Al sitting in the, in the, in the uh, whatever they're using as a editing bay, a big, piece and, and she's editing and somebody comes in and who was it? It was Morgan. It was in, Morgan. Yep. Comes in and is like, Hey, how you doing? And she's like, I'm super sad. I hope I have enough electricity to finish editing. And at that second, uh, the, the lights go out. Of and course she's like, well, shit. <laughs> so, so, you know, then we get to go uh, out and have another moment of, of documentary where it's like, we're going to make it and we're going to do the thing. And everybody walking and walking down this road. And well, they, they, bury, has... they bury, they bury Tom. They oh, bury right. Tom. And uh, in one of the few moments that I actually liked in this episode, Jacob walks up to his sister who's standing there at the grave and he says, well, you know, would you, would you like me to say something? And his sister is like, when we get there. Yeah. 
And I thought this, that was actually, I, that was actually a nice moment and it was shot right. well. And there's a, there, as they're walking away from the grave, it's a, it's a longer shot. So you actually get to, you know, it, it, it signifies the space and, and the, you know, it, it's a nice little moment of reflecting loss. I yes. like this. I did too. I really did. Um, so they all keep walking. Cause it is now it is 10 miles. They think roughly to, uh, this, place and uh i've mentioned this before on this show uh, a couple of bazillion times that the walking dead universe has no sense of scale or time now um the average human being when walking carrying someone or pushing a wheelchair or carrying a pack doesn't walk yeah i would say three miles a day Mm, well three months they might do three miles an hour um, two to three miles an hour. Uh, now, when I go to the gym, I walk at four miles an hour. That's that's exercise. That you know, that's that burn calories. These guys aren't yeah. doing that. So walking ten miles is going to take, let's say, let's say it's let's, let's be let's be generous and call it three miles an hour, which is a little fast for this okay. group. Okay, because it's children, and you know, and like I said, they're pushing. You've got a wheelchair to push, and and Grace surely has to stop and rest periodically. She was just a dehy- you know, suffering from dehydration, dying. She was in the process of 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 convenient movie cancer, dying. And it's generally a bad idea to take the really really ill and send them on forced marches. They don't tend to do well. Right. But let's just say ten. You know, they're looking at three or four hours. At best, probably closer to five or six hours mm-hmm. to make this walk here. And the the light never, it doesn't ever actually get dark. So, I mean, clearly they're walking way too fast. Uh, or just, no, space and time don't work in the Walking Dead universe. But they walk along and they have little chats. Everybody's still super excited. And, you know, uh, Daniel looks at Morgan and says... You know you're being an idiot, right? <clears throat> you should just tell Grace how you feel, and tell her about it. <laughs> tell her everything you feel. <laughs> Give her every reason to. I think. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Morgan goes over to tell Grace, and Grace says, "Don't say it." And it's yeah. like, what the? <laughs> But no, I kind of, I kind of like. She's not saying don't tell. You know, let's not, you know, pursue or let's whatever. She's saying, look, I know what she's really saying is, I know and you know. Let's not complicate things further. Which I'm fine with. And I, yeah, I'm pretty okay with that too. I'm not fine, however, with Alicia and Wes having their little. Um, we'll we'll paint together moment mm-hmm. because the scene earlier in the episode where Alicia's talking about her painting and how it's, it's like, which makes that scene doesn't make any sense. And I start to think about how much paint is she, how much paint is she carrying around? Where is she getting this paint? Shh. No. Because, and, and. Tim, shh. How much time no, is she sh- no, Tim. painting? Tim, no. So much, so much of the tree. Is that it's good? Okay. Is that good? That's not good for the tree, is it? That can't no. be good for the tree. 
It's like, what is, okay. How else is Madison gonna follow them, Tim? Um, by applying logic and going, okay, I've, I'm, I'm passing a string of perfectly acceptable places to stay and no one's here. <laughs> Clearly, this is the path my child is taking. Right. Oh. So um, they walk and they walk and they walk. And finally, they arrive at Humbug Gulch. And where is Humbug Gulch, Tim? Oh, oh, uh, Dustin, would it, would it be in the middle of a field? In the middle of a <laughs> field. No parking lot. No, uh, uh, like, it's a field, Tim. It's in the middle of a field. And I just, I just, I couldn't, and I didn't, and I couldn't, and I couldn't, and I didn't, and I was so angry. Okay, not only is it in the middle of a field, but it is full of walkers. Full of walkers. Now, in the course of the entire time that the zombie apocalypse has been happening, in all the years now, years, yes. not days or weeks or months, years, nothing broke. No piece of wood snapped. Nothing, walkers who bumped into things repeatedly over time didn't like break a post or something because they're all in there. Yes. None of them are, it's, it's like, oh, sure, sure, sure. Of, of course it is. It's just, I mean, it, it makes as much sense as everything else in this dumb, dumb episode. Except, but here's where I get really angry. Are you ready? <laughs> sure. Well, aside from, aside from. In a field. Uh, <laughs> the field and the documentary and Tom being an idiot. And, you know, there were other reasons that I was angry with this episode, but they get there and they look and everybody's face just falls and they're like, Oh no, there's zombies in there. Well, I guess we've never dealt with one of those before. I guess we're just gonna have to give up and, and do whatever, whatever Jenny says. Yes. Except they've cleaned, like Morgan has been part of of groups. He helped clean out Alexandria when yep. it was when it was filled with walkers. Yep. They have the walkers are all contained. Yep. And they could just take take the gate and open the gate and create a choke point and five or six walkers come out at a time and then they kill them. The five or six walkers that come out at a time and they kill them and then they let five or six more out and then they kill those. And yeah, it may take some time and it might not be a whole lot of fun, but I bet they could do it with minimal casualties, if any, because they're smart people who have figured out life before and after the zombie apocalypse because they've lived for a really, really long time, Tim. They've lived for a really long time. Even Grace, with a weird cancer, has been alive for a really long time. 
fighting walkers. She's been doing it. They've all been doing it. They've been fighting the walkers. They did it. They fought them. And now here they are at a place that they can possibly call home. And no, they're not going to fight those walkers. They're just going to be like, whatever. I guess we're just going to have to like give up to the villain who is, you know, maybe not really like the best villain in the world to just sort of like do it my way. No, but no, we're just going to give up because even though we found another place, another place, another place that we could live where it would be relatively safe, we're not going to even try. We're just going to leave that. Yep. I mean, yes. I mean, this is, there are, so yeah. Okay. And here's, here's where, here's where I hear everything that you said, absolutely everything that you said. And the fact that one of, when, when they're having their confrontation with Virginia earlier, one of the things she mocks them for was the fact that they went and saved grace. They went to find medicine to save grace. Yes. So based on everything that Virginia has said, this decision to call her for help basically is looking at Grace and going, well, I guess you're going to die. Yeah. Because there is, they are not, they are not going to be arguing from a position of strength. No. They're going to, they're basically, Virginia's going to be able to sit there and say anything she wants to you know, do it, whatever I, you know, Whatever I want, you have to give me or I won't help you. And considering that she has established this, well, no, super vaguely established, this, you know, uh, only the people that, you know, are useful can survive thing, which is a a lot more nebulous than it seems on, you know, just like stating that. Right. Uh, and, And that's part of my problem with Virginia. We'll come back to that too. But the idea that basically it's kind of like, eh, you know, you guys just pretty much looked at Grace and said, well, guess it sucks to have TV cancer because I guess you're going to die. Um, and that's it. And it's like nobody's – at no point does, does Morgan sit there and go, oh, wait. I'm condemning – probably condemning Grace to death. Eh, well, whatever. And not only that, not only does no one ever say, oh, this might not be a great thing for Grace – it's they all walk up and they look down the hill at the place and they're like, I guess just yeah. Oh yeah, they 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 give up in an um, so damn fast. Except for Dwight, who looks at all of them and is like, "Why are? Why did you all become such morons all of a sudden? Mm-hmm. I'm not sticking around for this psycho person." to come around and just screw everything else up. I've done fine on my own for a while. And clearly you guys have no sense of self-preservation, which I mean, it's just like, I mean, it's so dumb. It's so dumb, Dustin. It's just so stupid. It's so dumb. It's, I mean, I, I, you know, for all that we've been defending this show, because the concept of, altruism in the post-apocalyptic world is something you don't see in post-apocalypse fiction. Right. And that's actually a kind of a cool idea. And at this point in the, in the, in the end of the world, you know, trying to build a bright future and trying to salvage things and salvage society and salvage the goodness and the kindness, these are good things. I like the idea. The execution has been questionable, and this episode, it's kind of like, oh, 
fuck it, these guys deserve to die. For and it's just like I said, nobody even even considered going, well, how long will it take us to clean this up? How long will you think it would take us to get this figured out? Well, and the question is, is, is how long does it matter? I mean, as long as you can do it. They, these, are, these are talented zombie killers. They have a specific set of skills that applies well to their circumstances. Right. Ali, Alicia took on 20 at the kids' uh, camp. Mm-hmm. At least 20. And took them all out. I mean, it's just... It's it's so damn lazy. I mean, it's just lazy. It's lazy writing. It's it doesn't make any sense for the characters. It doesn't make any sense for the story. It basically involves it's setting it up so we can have a cliffhanger at the end of the season, where they're going to fight Virginia's group from within. I guess that's that's my prediction for what we're going to get next episode. Oh, you because think? it because it's so damn predictable. Because it's going to be she's she's going to bring them in and they're going to become part of the group. And the last scene is going to be you know something like Morgan turning to Alicia or Alicia turning to Morgan and saying you know and now we're you know we just have to bring them down from the inside or something like it. It's it, and I'm I I will be happy to be wrong. I will be happy to have next episode. Prove me wrong, but on the basis of this episode alone? Well, I mean, that, I, would, I would hate for that to be the case because if you'll remember, that's how the Alexandria arc started on, fee, on, reg, on flagship show. Yep. You know, well, it's we're, also, we're staying here and we're going to take it if we have to take it. Well, and it's also a variation of uh, them finding Rick in the uh, cattle car at the when they were trying yeah, to find young cannibals. The wrong people thing. Yeah, I mean that's that's that, it. Just feels like that to me. That that's what we're going to get next episode. The problem with that though is that the folks in Alexandria were a specific kind of, and they weren't necessarily villains, but they were stupid naive. Right. Um, and the fine young cannibals were, of course, cannibals. Evil, yeah. Um, but Virginia's, Ginny's whole thing, if you think about it for any length of time, again, it does not hold up under observation because you've got this character. So she has, she's been traveling around and helping these communities, uh, get back on their feet and survive and all these things. And, and somehow this has managed to turn it into this like mini empire, whatever it is she's building over here. Right. Now we have seen enough of this version, the walking dead's version of Texas to know that it's essentially uninhabited. Right. So how far apart these little settlements are, um, uh, well, who knows? Because it's the Walking Dead distance and time thing. But again, it seems like we only really see a handful of Virginia's people ever. Right. Like four, six, something like that. There's never that many of them. And then 
her whole, we're trying to make a, okay, explain what you're doing. Right. Because she's not. She's saying, you know, we're trying to save people. How? Right. And I think that that's, that's where this particular Let's Make Jenny the villain lost me is the you're doing this in a way we don't like. Okay. What is that way? Mm-hmm. Well, and then, then she turns around. And instead of just looking at this group of people who doesn't want to play with her. Right. Instead of her just going, you know what? You guys just go do your thing. Yeah. She is arbitrarily, based on everything we've seen about her, there's, there's no reason for her to be their enemy. Right. I mean, there's, there just isn't. She's just made that choice. Yeah, she's basically decided that because, you know, they don't want to come and play with her, she has to, you know, they got to die. And there's no, I mean, unless she literally is psychotic, which it is the Walking Dead universe, she probably is. But, you know, unless she, unless she is, that's really stupid. Mm-hmm. Because she doesn't actually know for everything that they've heard on the radio which, you know, very few are, are watched in the video. Because I have news. Unless that video, if any of these tapes that Al has been leaving around are, you know, hours and hours and hours long, Ginny doesn't actually know these people. Right. I mean, it's just, I mean, there's, there's so many things about this that don't actually work. And Ginny working as a villain, I mean, it's just, again, she's, she's behaving as if she's written to behave that way. And it's obvious. Right. This episode was so, so bad, Dustin. Infuriatingly bad. In, infuriating in that way that was like, what are you doing? Why are you choosing this? Like... Oh. And, and you and I... God, there's so... We have... Well, first of all, we could have written this season a lot better. I'm just saying that mm-hmm. right now. Dear AMC, um, we could have fixed this for you. You wouldn't have gotten to this point, but no. Didn't hire us as writers. Um, but uh, there's just... It didn't have to be like this. It really didn't. There's some. There's some, you know, if... If they had stayed at Daniel's warehouse. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Daniel's warehouse. Or if they had you know, stayed at the mall. I mean, sure, the mall set probably was really, really, you know, expensive to do it at. So I could see them moving on. Mm-hmm. But Daniel's warehouse, it's a warehouse. It's a warehouse. It's a warehouse. It's got walls that are generally hard to breach. Has a limited number of doors. Uh, it's got a lot of supplies. Um, considering, could you just imagine how much how much stuff, how much useful stuff they've left behind this season? Oh, I know. That's one of those things that I really that I really have been hating too. Is like, you know, they left a full freaking mall. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, yeah, and they have a sick person who could be dying of cancer, and they found a place where they could actually find some information about her health and actually maybe find out that she maybe isn't dying particularly fast, and maybe she just needs, you know, to take some antibiotics or some sort of cancer meds that maybe are actually we can find or probably can find considering we can find medicine for dehydration stuff on the bottom shelf at somewhere. I don't even know where they are. It's, oh God, there's so many bad decisions this season, but this episode is like all of them in it. Yeah. And I think, it was upsetting. <laughs> well, and the thing is, you know, we've, We've been defending the concepts that they're playing with in this in this season, and I still agree with the larger one, which is, you know, a show about hope in the end of the world. Right, is not a bad idea. No, I think it's a really good one, and quite frankly, um, I think it's, it's. I thought it was a fairly. I thought, you know, at times it's been a fairly brave thing for the show to do. Yeah. However, um, if this particular group, based on their, their actions in this episode, I don't want to be saved by this particular group because they don't seem to be terribly bright. And it's, it's traps they've all fallen into before. That's the part that irritates me the most. This is not shit that they are that is new to them. They did not have, you know, like like Morgan knows what it is like to deal with a crazy person who believes that their way is the right way. He fought a war against that person. And sometimes Rick. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Alicia knows what it is like to wander around aimlessly or to, you know, to decide you're going to go ahead and fight. You know, she's gone through the whole thing about like, should I kill walkers? Should I not kill walkers? And she's made the decision to start killing them again, but not these walkers. These walkers are special. Yeah, it, it is. It is. Well, I mean, at this point, I mean, I, and it, it made it even worse because Strand had that moment where he was classic Strand. He was the mm-hmm. deal maker. He was the bargainer. And it worked. I thought it, I thought it was a nice, it was a great character moment. But he also is smart enough because he's Strand to know that the deal you make with someone like Virginia is not worth anything. Right. And, you know, this, the professional con man not looking at everyone around him and going, this isn't the only deal in town. Right. This, is the, this is the bad deal. This is the deal you don't take because you're going to end up dead. And, you know, when, when Dwight, when, when the fact that Dwight is the only one to look around at everyone and go, are you all idiots? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. You're all idiots. Well, I'm not going to stick around here and die stupid. And he's he just, at the end of the episode. He walks off. He uh, he just said he goes. All right, guys, bye. If you're going to be this, you know, I'm not. You know, I I will do this on my own. I will I will continue on my own because this is this is bad. 
and especially we didn't cover this, but one of the reasons that 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 um uh that Jenny decided to 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 kill them or to shoot at them is because Morgan gives his group the chance. He says, "All right, here she is. If you want to go with her, you can go with her." And no one did. Like literally earlier that day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Our, hours before. Mere hours before. Not sure how many hours because it's you know time and space in the Walking Dead universe, but. Yeah, it's just so damn frustrating. I read, I read, I can't remember where it was. I, somebody was talking about what this show needs is a mass death. <laughs> kill, kill off everybody but Alicia and Daniel. Hmm. And just send them. Now, this person wants... This reviewer wanted the show to basically go back to the locust days to where they're lexing the hell out of it everywhere. Oh yeah. It was basically, you know, and, and yeah, the show is very dramatic, but we had our issues with the show then too. Right. Because everyone in the show was basically a sociopath and you know, it's, it was, it was, it was a different kind of misery porn. Right. Where you're supposed to be rooting for the people actually causing the misery. Um, and, you know, that can have its moments. And there was something about, you know, rooting for Madison, even when Madison was clearly losing her damn mind. And, Some of that was really awesome TV, I thought. Oh, yeah. There's no question, which is why you know, one of the reasons you want Madison back. Madison would never have made this choice. Madison not- would have killed, would have killed Jenny in the the second time she showed up. Yeah, and let's let's actually talk about the scene with Jenny earlier. It's Jenny and two guys. Mm-hmm. And there are, none of our people have a clean shot. None of them? None of them do. I don't believe that for a second. It just, it's, it's a, it was, oh God, it was so annoying. So annoying, yep. Justin. Folks, we could probably sit here for another two hours telling you about why this episode was wrong. And we will. (laughs) (laughs) So sit back and get comfortable because we're going to rant. No, we're not. I've got got 17 pages of notes. Oh, God. Yeah. No, I just just don't. I just don't want to. <laughs> it's so frustrating. Uh but yeah, now we got one episode left in this season and I don't know how the hell they're going to pull it out. The next episode uh is, the next episode is called End of the Line which seems a little on the nose. Uh but um uh, I don't know what they're going to do. And I'm, uh, I'm like, it would be great if I would I kind of am into the idea of like there's some horrible thing happens and everyone dies and and it's basically like you said alicia and and morgan or alicia and daniel like wandering off like oh oops killed everybody oh i killed everybody again (laughs) yeah yeah i don't even know oh uh, yeah. So anyway, we will we will come back to that next week, and hopefully, um, we won't be on another rant. Although you know, I, I will say that 
having the moment where you get to rant about this is a little cathartic. It gets to mm-hmm. let go of some of the pain. Gosh, imagine all the people that don't have podcasts about this show that just watch it. Crazy oh talk. Gosh. Oh, I know. So, uh, if you liked this episode, what are you thinking? No, seriously, if you like this episode, uh, you can find us on Facebook, you can find us on Twitter. Uh, we would love to hear from you guys. You can find us on iTunes and podcast.com. You can leave us a comment there. You can leave us a rating. We'd love to hear from you guys. Uh, we really appreciate you guys listening to the show. Of course. Oh, yes, of course. Um, and yeah, thank you, Dustin. Thank you, Tim. I feel lighter. I feel I feel better. <laughs> I feel a weight has been lifted from my shoulders. And thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next week with more Zompocalypse now. Zompocalypse Now is produced by Dustin Adair and Timothy Harvey for Just Some Guy Productions.